0: Welcome to PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Today, I'm talking with Cecile alper Larue, Vice President of HCM Innovation at Ultimate Software. Cecile's an economic anthropologist by training and has been working in HR technology for more than 20 years. We talked about what HR and HR technology may begin to look like as we recover from the COVID-19 pandemic. And by the way... Ultimate Software is a sponsor of the HCM Technology Report. Cecile, thanks for being here. The first question that I've got for you is, given the coronavirus, and we're in the midst of the crisis right now, obviously it's going to have an impact on work. As the dust settles, what do you think the world of work is going to look
1: like? What are the big changes that we're going to see? Yeah, I think it's the question that so many people are posing themselves right now. Um, and, and for, for one, um, I, I like to think about this in terms of you, you talk about the dust settling. And um, I think that depending on the organization that people work for and how employee, employers actually uh, reacted um, in the initial phases of this crisis will actually have a lot to do with what the world of work will look like. Because I, I can't think about the world of work without first thinking about um, the people. And so I think people's relationship with their employers will absolutely be made or broken based on how they were treated, what was prioritized, whether or not they felt that they were prioritized through, through the, the crisis, and then how they were communicated with. We know that um, that today there's um, there's sort of this crisis of trust governments um, have been accused of being slow to react and this has been building for 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 many years but the past two years interestingly enough employees actually trust their employers more than they do the government or other institutions media etc that generally were the place where people sought um, truth and 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 information and 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 an interesting example is that you know in many cases for my company for example um, there were travel bans and warnings issued um, long before our governments ever took uh, made any any kind of of moves or restricted people's movements um, across the board. and And I know those things are things that we have to be concerned with. But I know that my employer had my best interest in mind early on, and that that will absolutely have an impact because um, employers have either become a lifeline for people in this this time. And and so that that expectation of trust is gonna be crucial for companies as they reemerge from the crisis. So I think that people will have changed, Um, benefits and supply chains will have changed also as part of this new world of work. And and I I think so much of that also means that um, HR digitization, for example, If it hasn't been a priority, will have become um, one of the most important things that organizations can do. That's kind of a long way of looking at it, but I do think that we will be in a totally different world of work. There are certain things that have have happened over communication, um, outreach, the resilience of an organization, the, the, the sense of being taken care of or being hung out to dry, all of those things. There's an expectation that will have come from that and organizations that will have done that well, that will have taken care of their employees, that will have um, digitized, that will have ensured that their employees are well communicated with and that they are connected and that accessibility is something that even in a remote environment or when people are being rehired in the case of people who have been furloughed or laid off, how all of that, how those layoffs were handled, what was uh, communicated about that? is going to be um, crucial. And employees will have an expectation that those things won't go away. What new demands do you expect to hear from
0: employers as we get back to work? Will their priorities
1: shift and how? I think without a doubt. I kind of think of the three phases of um, crisis all the way through to being able to come out of, of crisis. You know, we're living, we're living in chaos. Um, it's, it hasn't been that long. In some, some cases, people are probably in this in this planning for the future phase, which I, I think of as a redefinition, but there's sort of reaction, um, redefinition, and then reemergence. And, you know, in, in reaction, organizations and people, they're just focused on ensuring that people and, and their systems are not at risk, um, that they're secure. And they're very, very reactive in terms of their digitalization strategy. It's like, okay, do we have enough accounts? Do we have bandwidth? And and, and through furloughs and layoffs, um, can we handle those? And are we managing those as appropriately as possible? But that's very much of a of a reactive uh, kind of a phase. So that's where we're reacting. And then as we start to move in, and I think we're going to start to see that over the next um, over the next few weeks um, and 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 potentially months is is this idea of redefining, planning for the future, rehiring, and actually rethinking our workforce plans what 's the right balance? Um, will people be able to continue working from home? There are some organizations that were like, "Ah, oh, you could never be effective uh, and many organizations are finding that they can be effective and so starting to hire for resilience and that means that there 'll be pressure on um, on HR solutions or, or or different vendors and systems vendors to be able to help organization 's model for resilience and fungibility those will be much more than sort of nice to haves and I think what what 's going to become really clear is as organizations have to become more adaptive, adaptive organizations are more comfortable with sort of more more modeling, um, more scenario playing out, and then that that third phase of emergence is when you have really the birth of the truly adaptive organization that 's proactively experimenting that becomes part of how an organization operates. Um, new business staffing and workplace models are, are also going to be in place. And I think that's going to mean that listening to the voice of employees and giving employees more, more choice will be crucial in, in their level of engagement. And so I think about you know organizations are going to have to consider things like embedded multi-channel connectivity for everyone, recognizing that not everyone wants to be on video, And it's not just about bad hair days. There are some people who might have real anxiety associated with that. And so we have to consider those things. Um, I think things like, um, you know, HR service delivery being totally embedded in an HR solution will become mission critical to ensure connection and continuous communication. And so I think the demands on some of these solutions that were sort of seen as nicer to have become crucial and absolutely essential, you know, resilience testing for your workforce, having connectivity be part of um, not just work systems, but also HR systems so that people are always able to be connected and know the latest of what's happening. We're recording this in the middle of the crisis.
0: Is there any other observations you'd like to make about the pandemic and employers' reliance on technology
1: and how they'll impact? We're being almost overloaded with how can we work remotely when probably for many of us, we've already had some of this flexibility. And so from a workplace standpoint, for those of us who are still able to work, um, that's a wonderful way of, of reaching out. But I think that there are sort of two things that we are missing through all of this isolation that I think will be really interesting to, to explore what it will mean for organizations as we come out of this sort of crisis in planning mode. Um, one of those is how do we better plan for those individuals who actually are not able to work or those individuals who um, who have been furloughed, what kind of communication connection and lifeline Exists there um, for those individuals because when we do reemerge, even though right now there's an unprecedented level of unemployment, overall on a global level, there will be an eventual shortage um, of certain skills. And so, this is sort of an opportunity to be rethinking how can we develop some of the skills of the future that we will need longer term, and how can we provide that into the community that may not be strictly speaking associated with our, our own organization? How do we do more outreach? And then the other thing, um, not to be positive in, in, in the face of clearly a lot of tragedy, there's a lot that people will come out of this thinking, I actually really, really, loved the opportunity to spend more time with my family in some cases. Yes, it's stressful to have to be a a teacher at the same time if I am working remotely, but how do we capture some of those positives um, through all of this as well? And I, and I know you don't want to be blind to the suffering around, but if there is some way to paint and gather up some of the positive stories that will also, I think be really, really crucial moving us forward because Whether we like it or not, unfortunately, this won't be our last crisis.
0: Cecile, thank you. Cecile Alper-LaRue is Vice President of HCM Innovation at Ultimate Software. And this has been PeopleTech from the HCM Technology Report. To keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.hcmtechnologyreport.com.